Hey gang, it is uh, The Bone here. Just a quick word of uh, warning. My audio bloody drops out at uh, at some point during uh, during this show, so with uh, with Zach and Dan. So just uh, just be aware of that. We uh, we did have some technical difficulties with uh, one of the mics um, for the past couple of weeks, but it's all sorted now. Um, for your information, it was just a screw loose, genuinely, pardon the pun. But uh, yeah, just so you don't think it's anything wrong with your car or your phone or wherever you listen to the show. Some people listen to it in the shower. Uh yeah, so uh, I hope that helps. Goodbye. Other than that, other than that, other than that, enjoy the S-H-O-W. All right. Oh, righty, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Adventure Fit Radio, coming to you live from Melbourne, Australia, Victoria, specifically postcode 3161, if uh, anyone wants to come around and rob a house. This week on the show, we have Weightlifters, Daniel Katz and Zach Glorovich, they are pretty fucking good. That's all I'm going to say. Pretty good weightlifters, guys. We had a massive, they're good friends of ours, uh, good friends of Adventure Bit Radio. Zach's been listening uh, since when we started, Dan, a little bit after that. We had a, uh, a great Shoot the Shit episode. We also spoke about uh, everything from weightlifting to mindset to what they do in their spare time and, uh, and how they're going for... Uh, Commonwealth Games for tryouts, for nationals, for internationals, for worlds, for galaxies, all the good stuff. Alrighty. So, firstly, guys, we are sponsored to you by Audible. Audible is a huge online library of audiobooks, guys. It's where I get all of my information from when I'm in the car, when I'm uh, when I'm moving here, and I can't sit down and read a book uh, or an ebook. So, guys, if you are keen to get a thirst for knowledge, keen to get a fiction book in, keen to read a memoir, keen to read a humatsi, head to www.audibletrial.com forward slash edvf, and you will get one free credit when you subscribe per month. Also, guys, we are sponsored by Quash Creative, which is an Elwood-based freelance design firm run by our mate, Sean Marsh. Guys, his sole aim is to solve business challenges with creative solutions. Whether that solution is a new website, logo or marketing strategy, if you come to him with a problem, he'll work out the most effective way to solve it. So gang, head to www.quashcreative.com. That is Q-U-A-R-S-H-C-R-E-A-T-I-V-E.com. Com. Mention Adventure Fit Radio. Shawnee will give you a free basic SEO report on your website or feedback on your existing brand. And finally, guys, as always, we are sponsored by our mother company, Adventure Fit Travel. Bill is currently leading the Kokoda trip in Papua New Guinea. We have Thailand coming up. That is Katao coming up, guys. Head to www.adventurefittravel.com. Mention the code word radio to get 10% off all merch and go from there, guys. I like it. Without further ado, here's the show. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And that's it. Yo. Discovery Roger, go for deploy. Die. 
Welcome to uh, welcome to Adventure Radio, guys. Uh, sitting here with Dan Katz and Zach Grigurovich, um, both um, both reigning national champion weightlifters from the the past year. Um, as we normally do, though, before we pass it over and say oh, that no. to the boys, we will um, start them off with. Tommy's tribute. Alrighty, now I just uh, spoke to Cats before and I actually mentioned the fact that I haven't uh, practiced this one at all. So, mate, that's right in front of the screen. <laughs> Alright, here we go, here we go, here we he go. He needs to look at the lyrics. <clears throat> oh, yes. <laughs> it's fucking. Well, I'm sitting here with Dan and Zach And Dan is lean and Zach's got a fat pack It just doesn't seem like these guys are strong at all But then I went and trained with them I picked up the weights and I saw how they moved If only I could be half as strong and as good as they are Yeah, I could start to eat as much as Zach But then I'd expand the size of my crack I could be like Dan and Myself a bit. Yeah, these dudes are new, fucking shit. They all got lost the words. My name is Tom, and I think I'm pretty shit. I lost the words there. Alright, cause we all just wanna be big rock stars. I this so in his mid-twenties despite the fact his head is shiner than a bowl hey hey I wanna be a rock star I fucked so bad it was worth because of first verse that was fucking great couple of so, you know, that's why they say that practice makes perfect, and I didn't practice at all. <laughs> we, should so, just, we should just do Stuck in the Middle of the Week yeah, again. Yeah, do that again. We should do it again. All right. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right, we'll uh, do this again. So, I have this thing, like, where when I watch people sing in the street, like, yeah, that's isn't awkward that? as shit. No, I just get, like, really embarrassed for them. Like, if someone sings in the shower or something, I get like, oh, fuck. Mate, well, strap yourself all in, right. mate. You're about to get really fucking embarrassed. <laughs> Cass is about to uh, to play the guitar here, and he's going to put me to shame. And uh, it's really about. good. Here we go. Really good. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know why you came in tonight. I got a feeling there's something right. Oh no, not right. I'm so scared. He's up on the chair. That's gonna hit. Time, Danny. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then there's that bit that we go, where are you stuck? Oh, yeah. uh, and then we go, Are you embarrassed yet, cup? <laughs> 35 seconds in. Hey, 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 mate. You can't. Oh, wow. Well, um, 
That was um, that was definitely the most up and about intro we've ever had. Hands rough, hands rough. I'm um, I'm, I'm going to get some beers. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's about time. So I'll take a couple of nose beers. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Okay. Well, um, I feel, I feel welcome, Ill. welcome to the show, boys. Yes. Hello. Great to be here. Thanks for, uh, thanks for, thanks for making it down, Zach. Um, I can't believe you actually made it on the show. I tried my hardest for years to to, get me to disallow you. Yeah. 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 Sucked but in. Have uh, you snatched 150 kilos yet and cleaned Jack 200? Well, uh, uh, no. I'm just gonna, turn, <laughs> turn this out. I'll just turn this mic four off. I'll turn it off. Can't talk anymore, mate. Just gonna have to leave. Well, okay. No. Are you nervous, mate? Well, first you got to think about it, mate. I'm uh, first time, first time on the show, but many times listener. The, yeah, the thing, the thing yeah. is, the microphone adds an element of self-awareness, and all of a sudden yeah. you can actually hear the stupid shit that comes out of your own mouth. I didn't come on here to be ridiculed. <laughs> yeah, you no, did. No, you yeah. didn't. You yeah. don't know that you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was only allowed to come on. Quite the reason why you're on, my friend. Why don't you explain that I was only allowed on here because I had to bring my fucking guardian? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a fair point. Dan, Dan's um. Dan's the sensible one of the uh, of the duo, and I wasn't going to allow Zach on the show without without Dan Dan here too. He's the I, I promise I won't tell any Tasmanian stories. Good, good. Yeah. So there's, well, there's, there's, this one there's, time. there's a bit of a phenomenon that Zach sort of participates in, which is whenever he's in a group setting, he starts to get nostalgic about Tasmania. And he starts to tell stories about Tasmania that aren't necessarily appropriate. <laughs> Sometimes it's, true, probably. Oh, hundred percent true. That's the problem. We're really <laughs> fucked up. Like, no, I was thinking like thirty percent. I was thinking like thirty percent true. I'm really it. trying hard here not to bring it up, but just just How keep on. Like, but if <laughs> none, Any, you know, the part you're going to ask me at the end of the show because this always happens each week. Um, yeah. Where you have my favourite places, and I'll, I'll explain. I'll give you a little Tasmania. Give us a little glimpse of a Tasmania. What, what happens in no. Tasmania? Is it another whole part of the world, eh? You're, just, well, you're from right back beaches, so. Yeah, you, I know you, what goes on, mate. You know, but that's not yeah. Tasmania, bro. <laughs> I feel like we're a whole other level. I, I just don't think. You've you got to wait for it. It's Ooh, too good. This, is, this is, sounds a bit strange. Sounds like. You're tempting us with the segment of what your favourite place is? Yeah. Catsy anyway So uh, if Zach's not going to talk He will He will But only at a certain point Alright So like um, what's been happening anyway boys How's training been going? Oh is that uh, you? That'll, is that be, uh, that'll be Tommy's got a call Yeah that's right Emily Scott Alrighty We may as well get on the show Oh fucking Oh hey <laughs> oh, that's, uh, I'll call six, you back that's, uh, <laughs> Dan's, uh, Dan's girlfriend calling in um, yeah, what's been happening? What's been uh, what's been happening with training? Um, it was good. Not much. Well, we got it's basically it's a Commonwealth Games year this year, so we got like four qualifying events for the Commonwealth Games, and one of them's happening in two weeks, which is the Australian one week. Oh, one week. Shit, Ooh. Australian International. So we're in that the, looks like a sick uh, event, by the way. Yeah, doesn't well, it look good? There's, there's going to be the apparently allegedly the the Olympic champion from the last Olympics is going to be. Yeah. They're in the 105s. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's probably a bit scared. Yeah, uh, he's probably shitting himself. He's so probably shitting himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's scared of Zach. Is it, um, what's his name? Roslan N- N- uh, Ruslan Narudinov. Narudinov, yeah. I always fucking get it mixed up. So what are his numbers? Oh, I like uh, or 190 one, snatch, 245 yes. clean and jerk, or something absurdly he's large. Like, he's the guy that set the world record before Ilya broke it in Ilya's first oh. 105s in the, in the um, World Championships 2015. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was in gold medal nah, place before was Ilya was like. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was Kakisvillis's record from. Oh no, because he was a ninety-four, and then that was the stand. No, 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 no. I'm gonna pipe down. 
Calm down there, pal. Cactus Phyllis, what a name. Cactus Phyllis. Doesn't mean Cactus Garbage, though. No, no, no vows. Hang on. Is there vows? No. <laughs> yeah, no, so this guy is going to be lifting there. It should be, well, allegedly, and I think there's also going to be, like, in my division, the 77s, there's, like, uh, some guys from New Zealand, you know, just the usual sort mm. of Commonwealth people mm. that you see around from New Zealand and different Oceania elites. countries. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it should be a really good competition and I'm in pretty good form. So I've done like, I snatched 130 in Tassie mm-hmm. recently and I clean jerk 155 the other week. Or oh, this week Monday, actually. Monday. On Monday, yeah. Five Monday. o'clock Monday. <laughs> yeah, so I'm feeling good. Um, and we'll just see what happens. You so, never know what could happen in a weightlifting comp. So what's the process for you two guys then if you want to make the comp games? What do you have to do in these four comps? Like how does it actually logistically work out? You got to basically, these are the comps that like Matter. you need to qualify in these competitions. Yep. So it's... You just have to hit one standard or? Well, no. So they're sending an eight person, eight people all over from like the men mm-hmm. say for instance so, and they're sending one person per division so the way that it worked last Commonwealth Games is it was like top eight men overall through Sinclair and you could send two people per, per division. division gotcha um, but now it's you got to be the best in the division or they won't send you so really? I could I could be say the second best in the country mm. through Sinclair and I could still not go say if I get beaten in the 77s. Yeah. So like it's, yeah, yeah. And a percentage so, Sinclair. Exactly. So That's it's shit, pretty... Kind of shit, but I don't know. It's It's definitely shit because like for many years it was... It, it, it was like that. Last it wasn't like games, that. You just had to be top eight, yeah. you'd get in. And I'd be, I'd feel um, a lot more secure about what I have to do if yeah. that was the process. Yeah. But that's not it. So I just got to... If you're asking me what I need to do, I need to be the best. Yeah. Right. Which is... You know, what you really need is the aim of weightlifting anyway. You've got to yeah. be the best. 100%. So, and what are you looking in terms of that? Like, how, how close are you to be the best? Well, pretty close. Who, who knows? It really depends on what the other people do. Yeah. But yeah. It's a pretty hotly if, contested if, if division. You, if you're going by based on what numbers people are lifting right at the moment, like, my best weights are 130, 160. I need to do minimum, at a minimum, like 135, 165. So I can improve ten kilos in total, but that's that's like at a minimum. Mm, really, like I might need to do more than that. You never. So who's know. the who's the number one guy you're competing? So number against one him? guy I'm competing against is Francois Tundi. Yes, and he is a bit of a freak. Like he can do, like he can snatch close to like one forty mm-hmm. when he's on. Mm. Things done like I've seen him snatch one forty from the box, and I know he can snatch one thirty five pretty easily. Right. And he and I think last Commonwealth Games he got I think he attempted one seventy seven yeah for the I'm silver. not sure if he got it but you know that's a big fucking cleaner oh, yeah. jerk you yeah know, especially and he was it. number one in the country at the time yeah but you know he's getting a little long in the tooth so you don't really know what mm. he can do mm. you don't know what stage of his career is at he, his body might be breaking he doesn't compete much either does he. Like you don't see him too often. No, not really. Well, mm. he's he's one of those blokes. He can like he can be down for a competition. He just won't lift. Yeah, just like forget to rock up or something. Mm. Like yeah. that. <laughs> you know, that's cool. And then he's like a rock. Is star. he from Cameroon as well? He's from yeah. Cameroon. Yeah. He'll like rock up in like jeans and sunglasses. Take him off like he's a fucking detective <laughs> from one of those CSI shows. <laughs> like as he's a knob. You, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a knob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a total yeah. knucklehead. Do you, do you like, I have not uh, computed in uh, or trained in months, and I will. I, you know, just do re- bang out these ridiculous weights because yeah. right. he's it's, just a physical it's freak. Got, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Do you remember like Akon from like you know when A- yeah. you're like Akon back Akon. in the day? Like oh, shit, yeah. He remind he's like Akon, but like just as he got famous. Right. So remember the look he'd have, like the, the blue jeans. The, yeah, they're like, yeah. "You're mad." Like it's, that's him to a T. Right, right. Stuck, stuck in like nineteen, but in nineteen ninety six clothing and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. nineteen ninety six. Listen, to, listen like, to Crazy you, Frog as he walks in. Like, uh, you heard this track, boys? Bing, bing. I remember one of the funniest. He just uh, came in in Cameroon. It's a big, a big song. The Cameroon iTunes charts are just broken because Crazy Frog just had three thousand more. <laughs> as soon as this show drops. It, it was pretty funny. I went away on a trip with him and like no. <laughs> yeah, Zach was touring. Yeah. When I was touring in my awkward city when people play music. <laughs> anyway, and um he goes to me, You know man, I do this is I'm sorry if, if anyone's listening to this. <laughs> sorry to everyone. You know man, I do three twenty. I do three twenty next competition, no worries. And I come to this next competition like what six months later? I rock up. I, I'm st- he's standing at like if you go to the Victorian Maitland Centre, um, you walk up and the scoreboards on kind of on the roof. <laughs> I walked in and I looked at him. And I stand next to him. I go, "Well, cock, that's not uh, that's <laughs> not three <laughs> twenty. <laughs> and he just you? looked at me. I oh, like I think he did like one like th- maybe three oh five or something. Like still ah, fucking big weight. Three twenty is a massive total, by the way. Yeah. That's huge. That, that's that like is, that so anyone listening, were... this is seventy seven kilogram category. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. these numbers we're talking just to get a bit of a yeah. reference point to what we're that's all like on about here. Fifty one seventy. Something like that, isn't it? It's uh, yeah. 145, 180. You know, it's they're huge. just ridiculous. Oh. Yeah, they're massive Rents, weights. Yeah, yeah. So he's basically dreaming it's when he speedy. said that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he's talking complete shit, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you say three times. I also got to the world with my music. <laughs> 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 this guy's. It was, yeah, it was pretty funny. And he just stood there and looked at me. And he, like, he really likes me. And uh, looks at me and goes, you don't understand, man. <laughs> and just walked off. <laughs> what about Cameroon? Is, it, is Cameroon um, West Africa. borders on um, Jamaica or? No, no, not even. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were asking a sensible man. question. You don't understand, <laughs> guy. You don't understand, bro. My ex-wife from Cameroon. And dude, he was like. It's the West Indies. Just from Yeah, it's a pan-African Caribbean accent that's actually employing. I kind of like to across many genres. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why. That's why he only you. needs one accent or two accents. Two and, accents to do apply to any situation. No, it's not like Josh this. Josh <laughs> Josh, just tell me. Tell me, is. tell me that you would he like. Genuinely that is. Like the sweat that <laughs> that's my, my nipples lactating. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell me that you would uh, you would like some tomatoes. I just have it over here. Just say I want some tomatoes. Uh, the tomatoes. Uh, get the uh, Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> no, my, you I've obviously never spoken to a Dutch person before. I've never my, heard that accent in the world. Ac- I've travelled extensively. I've never heard that accent anyway. Uh, <laughs> my accents all come from him. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so Zach's, Zach's accents are just imitations of me doing accents. Yeah. So like, they just get filtered down. They get poorer yeah, in yeah. quality. Like, like Chinese yeah. whispers. <laughs> yeah, <it's> terrible. <laughs> um, so what about what about you then, Zach? What are you going to do? We're basically, talking com games. Uh, basically, uh, basically uh, he's the best in his division. He's just got to stay the best. Mm. He's just got to... All he's going to do is not fuck up. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, why don't we tell the listeners what you've been dealing with mentally recently? Your ability to get yourself under the bar. <laughs> what do you mean? Under the bus, did you say? Yeah. Or? You mean the <laughs> inability to get under the bar? Inability to get under the bar. <laughs> you know that... That's, you know, like, so for me, like... 
I'm just like my biggest weakness. Like I got everyone says, and I believe it slowly. Yeah. Then I got all these physical attributions and um, strengths, but my biggest weakness is my mental game, and I've always struggled with that. Like mm. so, being able to have the self confidence and self belief to do the weights I need to is sometimes lacking. Mm. You know, I like Daniel for instance has been training like a machine, and then there's me. It's been training like shit, yeah, like absolute poo. Like there's not. It's also at the same time, like, you have bad weeks, you have bad months, you have bad years. So I get pretty down on myself about it, and I struggle pretty bad mentally. So I see a sports psych, your mate, Michael. Michael. Hang on. Hang on. Who's mate? Our Bill's mate, Episode uh, episode 49 and uh, 22 of the show, Michael. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I see work with him, and, like, just, I struggle mentally. And so, like, for me to go to the Commonwealth Games, like, I honestly believe I will because... At the end of the day, it's I won. important to have that. Well, that's right. And I was, if I do 45, 150, 180, 185, yeah. I don't, there's, not, there's not many people that can do those weights. And, you know, there always someone comes out of the woodwork and, and makes have a go at it. Mm. And I think that's why, for me, this big competition is important because, like, I might go and have a really good day. Like, because you never know in weightlifting. You can train the house down and go out and feel like shit on mm. the day, you know, but. Recently, I've just been feeling anxious and a bit crap, so mm. I'm not trying not to worry about it that much because you can get all upset about it. Mm. And, oh, I've got to do it. And I did that the other week, and well, that worked out well, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so well, it's funny because we, we were having the same conversation with Jared Fleming. Weightlifting is one of those ones where you, you have to you have to be so on mentally up until I mean the actual completion of the skill takes three seconds, right? Yeah. And exactly. then you're under the bar, but all that time before and after the lift and or the next lift is just you're all in your head. So. I think more than anything, like once the, once the ball goes up the footy, that's just you and, the, and yeah. your, your mates for it, a quarter. So it's a lot easier just to go with the flow. So what's some of the stuff you sort of do that keeps you in that perfect frame of mind before you lift the bar? What do you do? Well, personally for me, is it's like, I think there's, there's an old quote which is like, you know, you don't rise to the level of the occasion, you fall to the level of your training. And if you train one way and then expect to compete another you're basically setting yourself up for failure. So for me, the trick is to just have an identical approach on 50 kilos when I'm warming up to when I'm going flat out. And then that's going to translate when I'm, like say I'm in an anxious position in a competition, I don't know what the hell's going on or blah, blah, blah. I fall back on like sort of my processes that I go through all the time when I, when I train. So I'm not I'm not relying on like that I'm going to find some crazy thing within me, and I'm going to rise to level. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do yeah. something Doesn't amazing because like yeah, yeah. sometimes that does happen. Sometimes you have just an amazing day. You've trained, you've been training poorly, and then you just pull something out of your ass, mm. and you go, "Shit, that was awesome!" Mm. But you can't rely on that. Mm. You need to rely on your training and routine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And just make it as con- your approach as consistent as possible. You know. Yeah. And try to simulate competition environments as much as possible mm. as well. So you have like um, mental exercises or breathing exercises <laughs> you do yourself? Or? Breathing exercises? I don't, you go through, I go through like a sort of visualization. So like I'm chalking up and I'm visualizing in my head of how I want the, the weight to look, how I want it to feel. And also I go through, you know, sorts of things where I berate myself and call myself a weak piece of shit and blah, blah, blah. Oh. That doesn't work for everyone, but for me, you know, that gets me. I don't know. I, I do a lot of self-talk. Sometimes it's negative. Sometimes yeah. it's positive. And 
I don't know. There's just there's lots of things. Basically, you got to do whatever gets you up. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to figure that out yourself along yeah, the exactly. many years of going through the process, I suppose. Yeah. Um, well, I want to talk to you about. I felt like, and I obviously haven't been training at Phoenix for six months now. Pussy. Um, <laughs> um, and I feel like um, when you started seeing Michael Lingus, I feel like you went through a really good patch. Yeah. And we, I remember talking about it, and I haven't seen you lift as much, obviously, lately. Um, like, where were the benefits for you with dealing with a sports cycle? Like, what were you doing that changed in your approach that was getting good results? And where do you reckon you need to change it to get back there? Well, I don't know, like, for me, like, I know for me, if I'm relaxed and having fun, and I know that sounds like a bit blasé, mm. but if because I do that in training, like I'm not saying that I train pretty hard, I use a timer, I do all that kind of shit, I do the work, but if I'm relaxed and I'm training like that, then that's how I got to be in competition. It's the mm. same, like you know, you train the same way as you play. Mm. I think with seeing a sports psychologist, it helped me initially with um, you know just better talk to someone about one your ex because like, I'm externally motivated and externally affected. Like I, Daniel finds it. I don't know, appears to find it pretty easy to come into the gym and leave it at the door where I'll have an external problem that mm. I will follow me into the gym and I find it hard to shake that off. Yeah. Yeah. So being able to talk to someone about it, you know, was good. Like I talk to Daniel about shit all the time. You know, he knows the deepest, darkest secrets of mine. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> fucked up. Let's be honest. It's one time in Tasmania. Someone's going to carry that burden. Oh, yeah. Basically, <laughs> basically, he rhymes, can... with, um, rhymes with grape, and uh, we're going to leave it off the show for that. It's a personal subject. Basically, he gets a, he gets a, he gets a carer's allowance. Um, but you know, like so. Being able to talk to, you know, someone... Rape joke. Shouldn't have had a rape joke. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I thought I could just move on I from it. Just like, oh, I thought it was a great deal. joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You alluded to it and then you just said it. Why do you ruin it, Bill? <laughs> no. Carry on, carry on. Carry on. You tell me before you, you know, you can't say these things. Like, All fuck me. Uh, I'll tell you my Indian story later. Like no. We'll tell Chloe. We'll talk, talk about Chloe at some point. Oh, Chloe. Never told that story on the podcast. Well, anyway. Not, why am I getting excited? No, no. I don't even know she is. Go on, go on, go on. Keep going. Um, before, yeah. before, sorry, sorry to cut you off. Before we, uh, uh, before, we, before we go any further, you can't make a rape joke and then talk about the chick's name like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, let's go. Okay. Everyone who's about to turn off the show, no one has raped anyone here. And, you know, so we, we are completely against that. Sure, Chloe's a lovely lady. Uh, I think we need to go. Let's clearly Chloe's doing it. Lovely lady. Let's, okay. this, we, we, can, the, let, we can go back to me. Did you spill the Chloe beans? Oh, Chloe beans uh, all over the place. So, we should sort of rather like that. So, I've never the, actually... I've only oh. told this story to about five people in my life. I think you've you've heard it, Tommy. You've de- you were the first person I told. <laughs> and I think you would have heard Catsy as well in the, the telling with Zach or whatever. So... This is um this is quite possibly the strangest thing that's ever happened to me in my whole entire life. I've had some strange shit happen to me, as you guys all know. So I went to visit my mate Tommy Goldner one day to talk about um, getting him something with photography because he's a photographer, and it was out in Kensington or North Melbourne or something. And I drove out there. He was, I think, maybe showing me how to use my SLR better. Right. Anyway, he's got this photography studio. He's showing me around. Um, awesome joint out there. Great guy, Tommy. Anyway. I keep getting this phone call. I got a um, phone call from Woz, my mate Woz. And I saw it ringing. I'm like, oh, it's Woz. I just put it on silent. I'll call him back. And then Tommy's walking me around his studio and my phone keeps ringing. I saw it like ringing 10 times, but I couldn't see who it was. Anyway, I'm like, it must be Woz. I'll I'll get straight back to him. I pick up my phone as I'm leaving and it was an... um, 
an unknown number and I had 10 missed calls from an unknown number. Mm. I thought, that's really strange. So anyway, I sat in my car and it was the unknown number again. I thought, better answer it. I said, hello? <laughs> and then, so it's silence and then I hear... Uh... <laughs> and I was like, Dad, how are you? <laughs> anyway, so... Tommy? So I was like... And then I, I said, hello? Uh, hello? And then silence again and... Uh, <laughs> Alright, something's fucking going on here. My mates, my mates are punking me for sure. Like, who is this? What's going on? Oh, who is it? Who, who is that? Who's there? And then it was, ah, uh, and I realised it was a girl. Yeah. Like, it was a girl, 100%. I'm like, fuck, this is pretty fucking weird. That is so, That's right. And then, so she starts moaning really, really fucking loud. Like, yeah. getting right in. I'm like, Jesus fucking who yeah. is this? Yeah. This is a good punking because this is like, this I'm is, on. this is, str- yeah, I'm, I'm on, I'm on. Oh, man. <laughs> This is Anna. Went on. And, um, and, um, anyway, so and then she starts to um, starts to talk to me. She started saying, um, um, "Hi, Bill. Um, I want you to uh, I want you to know that I'm um, I'm playing with myself. No. I think of you. Yeah, yeah. So and I'm like, who, who, who the fuck is this? Yeah. What, who am I talking to? Dad, I told and you. Then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, so she starts. Um, she starts literally. Moaning fucking like you wouldn't yeah. believe, like going pretty. Um, I'm thinking, okay, <laughs> at this point, at this point, I'm thinking, this isn't my mates taking the piss out of me nah. because no chick would go to this extreme. So I'm like, all right, <laughs> well, fuck this. You're going to tell me who am I talking to? Where are you? I'm coming around right now. <laughs> she goes, it's Chloe. Anyway, anyway, she goes, it's Chloe. Um, we met. We met, um, we met a few months ago in, <laughs> yeah, like in Caulfield or, or, or in Caulfield or something. I said, Chloe, who? What are you talking She goes, it's Chloe, blonde hair Chloe. She, she goes, stop asking questions. Talk dirty to me. So I'm fuck? literally, it's 4 p.m. I'm sitting in Kensington with a real uh, rock hard dick. <laughs> I'm out front of my mate's joint. I said, um, uh, all right, um, yeah, I'm, fuck, uh, I'm real bad at this. Uh, um, yeah, I'm sticking it, uh, I'm sti- sticking it in your bum. <laughs> oh, no. I'm sticking it, I'm sticking it in your bum. I think oh, um, yeah, it's, oh, I really oh, like it. Oh, yeah, straight, it's good. Jump straight to <laughs> anal. Oh, yeah. Can't do Where's that, mate. Where's this more play, mate? I hope you use Luke. I can visualise those. For the sake of the story, yeah, yeah, I may have skipped a line or two, right? So it didn't, didn't go, you know, how are you straight up the bar? Yeah, up the bar. <laughs> yeah, up the um, so, so, anyway, so she um, kept going, um, talked dirty to me. She started talking dirty back to me. Um, did, told me to stop. Uh-huh. did you, you know? No, so that, at this point, I'm thinking, all right, I'm really racking my brain. I'm like, yeah, is yeah. it, like, society's weird, you know? Like, people do some pretty crazy shit. I'm thinking, at this point, you know when you got a boner, we are talking about this earlier, when you got a boner, you, you don't think straight. <laughs> you don't think straight. You don't think straight. So, in my head, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, is it socially acceptable if someone caught me pulling my dick right now in my in my car in the middle of Kensington 4pm? Like, would that be weird? Fine. Like, it wouldn't be weird, would it? Like, this is in my head, I'm like, this would be totally sweet. This would be totally sweet. Uh, so, what seems to be the problem, Doctor? <laughs> 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 so, anyway. You haven't done that? Um, moral of the story, moral of the story, this chick... <sighs> This shit tells me to keep talking to her to her. So, um, t- talking to her, she's talking to her back to me. Gets to the point, she goes, shut up, um, shut up, stop talking. And then she just starts going, eh, eh, eh. like, uh, comes, obviously, like, finish. She goes, oh my God, you are the greatest. I fucking love you. Um, I said, this, yeah, cool, no worries. You can't leave it at that. You have to fucking tell me who you are. You can't do this to me. She goes, um, my housemate just came around. I'll call you back. No, I'll send you a picture in 10 minutes. She said, I'll send you a picture. That's right. I'll send you a picture in 10 minutes. I'm like, yeah, sweet. Never heard from her again. 
So this is the is... mysterious Chloe. So when, yeah. he, when Bill told me this, we were in the old Phoenix weightlifting club, yeah. and I'm just like glued to him, just like, oh, <laughs> what? Remember we went through all my old Facebook events, even, all, the, all the Chloe's in. on everyone's, yeah. anyone and everyone's Facebook. I was, we were like, we were pounding trying to find like, who I, this I mysterious even Chloe in. was. I was like searching, I was going through yellow pages. <laughs> like Chloe, 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 Port Melbourne, Chloe. Yeah. We were South Melbourne then, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, Nino, what? Chloe's, is, Chloe's an alias. fucking weird. Isn't that strange as fuck? So, so. And I've only, I've only ever told that to no shit three, I tell three and a half four thousand <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah like you can't yeah, pretend you right. haven't told everyone out there. No, no but, but but in all seriousness I've told a lot I tell love telling the funny stories that have happened to me like I'm, I'm a storyteller when I'm yeah, around yeah, my mates yeah, yeah. I've really withheld that story from talent to many people because it's like at the start I was like no one will believe me nah like no everyone will go fuck no, off mate no one does yeah, yeah. So, so Bill if you could have some lasting words to say to Chloe if she's listening right now uh, what would you say Chloe, um, Chloe, if you are listening, my dear, I would. Um, <laughs> Let me just put some background music. Chloe, um, Chloe, if you are out there, Chloe. Um, I've, I've, I've recently become single, and um, and if you'd like, um, if you'd like to, to call me up again and, and go through the same process, then I'll I will um, I will like- masturbate in front of everyone, and it'll be um, it'll be really strange. I've gone too far. I'm embarrassed with myself, and um, and. And uh, I love you, Chloe. Sexual? I love you. Uh, this is like love song did, did dedication. You, Remember love song dedication? If you want to go through the same <laughs> process, what a terrible deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you want to go through that again? Oh, I know. Yeah, but it's that bit of mysterious. This is shit as line. I just tell stories, happens. not make gags. Where? Yeah, you shit at jokes. <laughs> I'm shit at jokes. It's worse than Tommy. <laughs> man, Tommy's talking about this. Tommy's yeah. the gags, man. Love I should just stick to stories. Whoa, 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 hang on. Him? Yeah, he's wrong. Mate, I'm good at gags. Oh, yeah. Okay, go on. I can imagine. Talk about seeing me start. Well, um, I had a beard and then uh, had a moustache. Okay. Now, I've got a question for you quickly. Is it A, moustache? Yeah. Or B, Mustache. Well, there's a C there. Uh, it's mustache. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> I, I, I know that. I know that. I know that. But people always get it. Oh, North oh, Moustache. Moustache. Yeah, well, I thought, I thought Dave was going to be Mustache. 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 It's a Mustache. Mustache. I'm not with the, it's with a you fucking Mario. <laughs> hey, it's a Mario. No, no, the, um, the thing that I like about shit. Zach's uh, mustache now is he used to go for like a sort of Eastern European, European look, one. Like, like where it was like Germ- East German special police kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, at least now it's like a sort of semi-handlebar. <laughs> I can deal with that a little bit more. Well, yeah. Yeah. East <laughs> German one, I was like, God, this guy's an intelligence officer. Yeah, yeah. Hey, East Germany wasn't North Korea. Um, <laughs> hey, so so we we were talking about yeah, um, we were talking about mental talking about stuff. your um your your sports um psychology psychology and stuff. I don't know where we cut you off, but yeah, where 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 do you um where do you find the benefit for yourself with that? Oh, I'm trying to get us back on track. Here. Yeah, so, sorry about that. <laughs> we need to we, we, we're going to move off of Chloe and Bill masturbating in front of people back to. Oh, I said that. S- fuck! I know. Yeah, How embarrassing! Right. Anyway, the lucky anyway, thing is you can good. edit that out. Nah, but I don't. This is the real, the, the real, real bill. Oh, this is this is ex- this is real bill. Hey, hey, I'm kind of thinking won't get you nowhere. Bill. I know. Anyway, I know. continue your story. Uh, yes, Dad. Um, <laughs> well, I think just being able to talk to someone, like you know, a fair bit, is just good. Like you, you go there once every two weeks, and you can talk about one your training, and you know. 
like you, you just have some. I don't know. It's really hard to explain. Just having someone to talk to about your training. Yeah. You know, you can talk to your mates, you can talk to your girlfriend, you can talk to Bill about it. But it's it's never the same thing because they're looking at it subjectively. Is that the right word? Mm. Uh, well, they'd be, they'd be looking at it from an objective <laughs> point of view. Yeah. I, I don't know. Same. Don't I mean, let me continue. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to use big words. Sound intelligent. Um, word of the day. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So like having someone there, it just go. You know, doesn't pass judgment. I can't even read. Word of the day right there, by I way. can't even read For that. For everyone at home, Bill has a word of the day booklet on his uh, on his desk, and the word of the day is. Evanescent. Evanescent. Which, which is, which is, to is be a really the shit band. metal band where you sing about suicide. Yeah, 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 that was shit. Nah, anyway, sorry, Zach. So, yeah, 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 so just, just having someone to talk to. Just having to talk in, to. And also general. make it logical because like, I'm very emotionally and highly strung um, with my training. Just a loser. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, mate, that's pretty hard. You know how we talked about before the podcast? Tommy, don't talk. <laughs> Try that. Uh, <laughs> sorry, mate. I love you. Um, yeah, just like having that. That, oh, fuck, how many times am I going to have to say this? Having somewhere to talk about and yeah. then, you know, they look at it from a logical position. So, like, mm. usually what I'll do is I'll be illogical. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, I should be doing all this work and fucking it's not working out. Oh, it should be amazing. It mm. doesn't work like that. Like, mm. progressions aren't linear. You don't always have good days. Life isn't always perfect. Mm. Shit happens. You mm. train shit. You compete shit. You need to get the fuck over it. Mm. So, like, for me, I, I, the best thing I can do is, one, not worry about it. Two, put the work put the work in. If I don't if I put the work in and then and don't worry about it in that order, I still fuck it up. So I like to not worry about it, put the work in, you know, do everything I can and then on the day I know that I've done enough. Mm. Like, so, you know Yeah. I guess the hard thing is though is putting the work in despite the fact that you're not feeling good on the day. Yeah. So, it's horrible. Yeah. So, so, so what, when what I say you? putting the work in, that necessarily doesn't mean training. Like take this week for instance, I think it's a really good example. I had a, I always get a massage every week. Uh off my girlfriend, she my wife, she's the yeah. shit. She's best mass Dan gets massages off her too. Yeah. Not at the same time, but you know. <laughs> Sometimes at the same time. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, yeah, no, anyway, so I get a massage Sunday. I woke up Monday morning, felt like I did on Sunday afternoon. Uh, hadn't changed anything. So maybe she's not that good. Um, and then I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym Monday. Yeah, no, I'm going to have a good session. Got to the gym on Monday and was like, all right, I've been fucking carrying sheets of, you know, three, six timber up the up these stairs to lay this floor and my back's a bit crook and I just feel like ass. Mm. All right, moved around a little bit, went home, did some mobility, did a little bit of meditation. Was still feeling kind of pretty shit. Not not just necessarily in training, but just like about myself at that point in time. And then, you know, Tuesday, I said, fuck it. I'm just going to, you know, go do a little bit, move around again and go get a massage. Went and did that. Wednesday, came in, was like, all right, I feel good. I'm going to have a good session. Body's starting to feel good. I got pinned. My best clean jerk's like, my best clean is 185, best clean jerk 183. I got pinned on a clean on 155 and Daniel's like, just uh, yeah. leave it at that, mate. Just uh, <laughs> maybe do some squats. Yeah. <laughs> took 180 out of the rack, back squat, best back squat of like two, 255 or something. Yeah. Took it out of the rack. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to put that back in there. <laughs> so you, I knew at that point when my knees are that sore and my body just feels that shit on squats because yeah. I'm all right at squats. <laughs> I was just like, you know what, just chill. Mm. Went home, meditated, at it, you know, I got a question for you. Did it make a difference when you went home that night? I, I'm not even sure if you did this. Did you go and eat more carbs? Yeah. So you raised that issue the other day. Is like you're like you need to have some more carbohydrates. I did introduce them after I stopped sucking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Uh, sometimes I get like I'm like Daniel, give me advice as I do to him, and I'll be like, well, that's not right. I'm doing everything. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I went home and had some more carbohydrates. Ate 17 sweet potato. Uh, <laughs> Way to go. Now I'm 123 kilos. <laughs> but do you feel better? Do you I feel did, better? I, all I did is like what we talked about is I just introduced carbohydrates into my first meal, into my middle meal of the day because there wasn't enough in the middle of the meal and definitely not the beginning of the morning. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think one of the big things that has changed is you are doing more physical labor well, right, stuff now and yeah. you probably haven't modified your diet in order Accordingly to... Accordingly to yeah, yeah. Because In order to sustain that. Yeah. Like even if you're on a shit day, like... Not being able to squat 180 is ridiculous. Yeah, considering your best back squat's like, that's you know, nearly 100 kilos yeah, more. Yeah, that's right. So you must <laughs> you have eaten nothing. Like, were you, did you, were you hungry going into that? Or? No, that's the thing. Yeah. I, I would generally just like, because I was like a trainer full-time for four years. Mm. Um, you know, I still am a trainer. Mm. I still train the exercise, fast racing and the weightlifting. The fast racing. <laughs> and, uh, it's a good Yeah, the CrossFit. You know, so... I did that for a long time. That was, and then I was like, oh, I want to buy a house and I want stability and I, I don't want to subcontract anymore. So I was like, I'm going to go become a carpenter again because I qualified chippy. I was like, I'm going to be a carpenter three days a week, make really good money. That worked out really well to no one fucking paid you. Mm. And, then, and then I finally got a good gig and we're uh, based around in Port Melbourne, Cleverty Candyman. It was mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Um, you know, little, and, uh, but you still, it's like I was eating the same amount to maintain body weight, but I was exerting myself tenfold, mm. you know. Like, you know, you'd be framing walls yeah, in manual, manual. Labor like fuck yeah. Training work you know. takes it. Yeah. Fuck. I've it's been shocking. walking around on roofs 40 hours a week, yeah. you know, <laughs> passing shit. I mean, that definitely takes it right out of you. But it's like... like it, you need to eat enough. You need to eat three fucking square meals a that's day right, to yeah. support that. That's right. And, and then, then with training train. on top of it. Yeah, you got to have food for You training. know, like I might say, I would say my thing is my nutrition like is bang on. Mm. I'm just fucking really like sweet stuff. Mm. <laughs> and, and I eat way too much. Like, so I would, you know, if, like I had to pull my, like when you said introduce carbohydrates, I dished up the carbs that I was going to have that night mm. and I was like, I'm going to have this. And I looked at that and gone, mate, <laughs> it's fucking four sweet potatoes in that. <laughs> Settle the fuck down. Yeah. It was that much. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I just cut it in half and then I like, I cut it into three and I had mm. three meals worth, you know, for the next mm. couple of days. You, actually, you do eat very well. But I mean, like, for instance, I went over to his place the other night. Or, or when we were in India, tell, uh, not in India, tell, remember in Malaysia and you, you, we're sitting in the, I think that story is really funny. Remember where you're like, mate, fucking slow down. Eating fast. Oh yeah, basically Zach just devours food at, at like at no at a rate that I've never seen anyone else do. He can basically eat. He can he eat a, like a large palmer in like four mouthfuls. <laughs> and I'm, no I'm only like half joking because it's it's ridiculous. It's, 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 it's like absurd. it is. It's fucked. I used to be able to eat a foot long subway in hundred meters. In 100 meters? Yeah, because uh, when I was like a young what, kid. What, what, what are you talking about there? So, no, no, so. It doesn't like, matter. I normally, I'm I'm not, like, the way I normally so, think I of like how, how quick you can do things is normally time to make. Yes. Okay, okay. No, no, so this is where you're wrong. This is where you're wrong. Desk of cheeks. Let me explain. Let me elaborate. You're talking in like um in like the speed of the speed of light kind of is bring it back to like the speed of light, you know. is It's how quickly you can eat. From Mars to... Yeah, yeah. So you're- but the reason you don't believe in the, the measurement of distance to measure things, like, you know, food opposed to time, is because you're confined <laughs> to the round earth theory. Fake news and CNN. It's just all over it. And Al Jazeera um, and all the others. Now, back to the other thing. Uh, um, yeah, so when I was a kid, I grew up in Tassie. Um, 
It's okay, Daniel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up in Tassie and I started weightlifting there at Elizabeth College. And my mum used to pick me up after work on Saturday. So she'd think she'd work about three o'clock. She'd swing past and pick me up. And um, I'd always ring her on the way. It's like, you know, yeah, they'll brick phones. They'd be like, Mum, can I get me some food? And she's like, yeah, no worries. She was a hairdresser. So she'd work near a subway. So, you know, she'd get me a subway, like a foot long subway, chicken teriyaki, extra cheese. Oh, I love um, the chicken teriyaki from Subway. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. That was my go to, anyway, mate. So, I, anyway, so you? I would. She'd You're pick right me up. In. It was 100 metres from. Because we used to do runs. It was 100 metres from the bottom of the gym, like at the car park, to the top gate. And in the time it would take. Her to pick me up, get in the car, eat, open the subway to the gate, I would have eaten that. So we're so, talking like four what? seconds. This is a hundred metre drive. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought yeah. we were talking about walking. Yeah. Yeah, so that's and I was, I was like, that's pretty what fast. Fuck yeah. hundred metres in a car. Yeah. I, I visualised your mum dropping you off at the bottom of the hill. She's like, all right, I've got the time. Ready? And, go, <laughs> and she'll just get you to run and then the subway. So, get but up, you guys fuck His mum told, told me a story when I was up in Tassie about... Uh, a time that she dropped Zach off and like, I think he was, he was like five or six and she put him in the house and then went downstairs to talk to their tenant. The house had been in. And, <laughs> and at the top of the, and she bought an entire, oh, it was like she bought an entire chicken for the 12. family to eat. <laughs> yeah. She went downstairs, talked to this bloke, came back upstairs and Zach had eaten the entire chicken. <laughs> And we're talking like, it, like was, it wasn't downstairs. It was like a 400 meter walk across a fucking paddock to our second house because we lived uh, above it. You still ate a whole chicken. Yeah. The point of the story is the chicken grown right up where it was eaten. Like and minutes, you would have been like grade one oh, or two. Oh, that's a total lie, mate. It wasn't a chicken. It was a duck. <laughs> and it was two chickens. No, shit. This fucking chicken. That was big chickens back in the day. Because you remember like shit was always a little bit bigger, like maxi bonds when you used to get them. Not that I've oh, ever had yeah. one. They were always bigger. Yes. You know, now they're fucking small. This chicken was huge. Gravity. That's just what gravity does. You know, press it down on anyone with me. You know? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, anyway, so you want to you want to Go over there and watch your Alex Jones podcast yeah, and just settle the fuck down. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, what, what, where so were we? You used to eat a lot. Yeah, just basically eat way too much. So like, oh yeah, no, no, no. So we're talking about in Malaysia. Yeah, that, and that's that I told him to slow down when he eats because I was like, how about you chew? I don't and see what happens yeah. then. So uh, what you've put a timer. There's a tool like waver, and it'll it'll hit your um it'll hit your your tongue and, yeah. and it'll your taste buds Mate, and you'll, you'll taste you know, don't, just, don't just put it down your throat like a pelican. <laughs> so I, <laughs> so take, listen, I ate my ten minute my put a ten to twelve minute timer, and sometimes if I don't have that, my girlfriend will sit there and go right, eat it slowly, and I'll no be like, <laughs> yeah. But didn't you? I ate like a fucking camel. I think Tina said Tina said that he was kind of kind of cheating with the timer though, because he put on a timer like to eat like one meal in like fifteen minutes. Fucking and then Tina's like, he's just treating it like an AMRAP, like trying to eat as many meals as you can in fifteen minutes. Time period. Yeah. Yeah. He's not actually eating any slower. All right, so do you have to watch how much you weight then as well? Yes, hundred percent. So your so your weight class is one hundred and five. Okay, how many? Plus. Yeah, so the plus, can you be over or? <laughs> no, you've got to be under, Bill. Yeah, you've got to be under 105. Hey, mate, yeah. you should, I should be telling you. What? So, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. So, no, you're not. Um, and so, what do you do? Ooh, so, do shit, you train, broke that. Do you train it like a certain. <coughs> a certain well, weight see, I'm back. pretty bad. Like, I've always been between. Since I started weightlifting, I was always between like 95 kilos yeah. and 110. Like that 15 kilo range, and like I get up to my heaviest when I'm a, just a glutton of a human being. Yeah, yeah. Um, I get up to like probably like 110, 111. Yeah, like and generally I sit between now between 107, 105. Okay, like I'm pretty comfortable at the moment at about 106 and a half, 107. So, like, you know, no problem with that. And like, you know, I retain a lot of fluid, like 
I'm fucking pretty bad for that because I drink gallons of water. If you could see by the size of my drink bottle, it's a 44-gallon drum. Yeah, it's a gallon. It's uh, a gallon 64 right ounces, <laughs> clean canteen. Uh, it's a fucking huge. Mm. I've texted a desk of cheese. <laughs> my unit of measurement. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, like, say, so I just have to watch what I eat. You know, I've got a bit of a sweet tooth as well. Um, but when I'm training well, I, you know, deep pretty – I try and eat the best I can. And I'm, I'm pretty lucky. Like, my girlfriend switched on as fuck with her nutrition. She works as um pretty good chiro clinic and stuff like that. So, you know, I'm pretty lucky like that. So I'm pretty – my nutrition's got better. And I've seen a lot of people over the years. I've seen dietitians, nutritionists. And, and you don't necessarily stick to one method. You just adapt their – their theories to what you need mm. and that everyone will tell you that and mm. it's just so I've just slowly implemented little bits and pieces and I notice a direct change between one eating slower to um, you know like just what the quality of your food mm. you know I don't know if I'm getting older or stuff like that um, I think it's more I'm just becoming more aware as I get older of what is good quality and I do feel, find the difference is um, a lot amazing mm. you know mm. Yeah, for sure. And, like, I think a lot of times, like, I remember weightlifting comps, like, nutrition was always a little bit neglected. Before CrossFit, like, we knew fuck all, like, basically. Oh, like, wh- I knew wh- something, mm. but we still knew fuck all. No, weightlifting comps have changed a lot. It used yeah. to be all meat pies and, just, like, you'd walk into a, Maccas, you'd you'd walk up to a weightlifting comp, like, a weightlifting comp, and you'd just be hit by the smell of tomato sauce and, like, pastry. <laughs> yeah, tomato sauce and deep heat. And, and deep heat. <laughs> and it's just this, like, fucking weird. Like a footy club. When you hear the, yeah, basically. Warm, menstruating. We're hardcore. Yeah, yeah, it's just Finalkin. Yeah, yeah. and then our worlds are a little bit like that. <laughs> I remember when, like, Rob- you know, like footy clubs used to be, like, we at the footy club. I, I played at, yeah, like guys, guys having cigarettes in between the the, um, the quarters, and yeah. then like and like beers mm. straight after the game. Like a lot of footy clubs yeah. don't have like beers straight after the game anymore, and you know stuff like oh. that. Like I think it, yeah. the worlds are a lot more well, nutrition and diet conscious the now. World, the world's know? changed. Yeah, I'm totally aware yeah. of the, the impact that like club culture can have on oh. on groups and and people at the club. Like yeah. fuck yeah, that was a big thing. That was a big thing with the footy club getting rid of the beers. And a couple other things that they did was because it just was, yeah, exactly 100% bad for the culture. Yeah. You know, like the culture, the culture of the footy club I played at was fucking terrible. Like I mm. love the joint. I love most of the people there, but I mean, they got so far <laughs> away to go. And yeah, but I mean, we don't need to go into footy yeah, clubs, but, but, but my, ma- my mate, the funny thing you talk about, like the, the beer and the, the culture of footy clubs, like I had a mate, um, Raider, who played for um, Rye at our footy club, and then also played for Jamana. And he um, he played with me. Everyone's looking at my tell. He played with me in this in this premiership, this one here. Anyway, he played for Rye, then he played for Jamana, then he came back to Rye. That under twelves. And uh, no, my friend, it's senior senior football. So how old does that make you? Um, but um, <laughs> <laughs> how fat does it make you? Uh, <laughs> 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 Anytime Zach gives you shit about being old, I give him shit about being fat. But, um, it's just my, um, my comeback. But but he, um, Germana, the, the, my point was that Germana Football Club had a change in their culture where they didn't serve beer after 8 pm at the at the club anymore, and it totally changed the club. Like it was just the fucking happiest just place get to be fucking around. Maggoted before 8 pm. Well, everything everything uh, everything bad happens after 8 pm. You know, like, that's true. Good. Everything good, but everything good bad. bad as well. Yeah. Good bad, good bad. I know and exactly. the thing is, I find like you like drinking habits, especially they stay with you for life. Mm. I mean, well, I mean that's yeah. why I always hear people going on about like, oh, geez, I'm getting older. I can't. I just can't drink this the way I used to. I'm like, mm. yeah, mate, you're trying to drink like the a way you did when you were 16 and yeah. 18. Yeah. Yeah. When you would drink like 
12 beers in yeah, right shots, out and five smoke, shots at the bar and smoke yeah, a deck yeah, of yeah, cigarettes you can't yeah. do that anymore yeah. especially when you're not conditioned for it yeah that's right I'm it's like yeah, it's, you think that that's the way to drink and it's like no that's not normal <laughs> nah and then you talk to people like we got a, a mate at gym Toby and he's Italian like he's a proper Italian Ferrucci yeah Ferrucci and he's like you know they drink wine at at dinner every night and that's a one of those thing, sorts of people. Culture is fine. But, then, yeah. but then you find out that like wine Obviously in Italy is like is like four percent. It's like mm. there's barely any alcohol yeah. in it and they never get drunk. Yeah. yeah. Like you, you talk to people from France and you're like you're talking about getting pissed and they're like, We've never get pissed. That's yeah. like an uncouth, uncultured thing to do. Yeah. That's what peasants do. Yeah. And you're like, Oh really? Yeah. I thought that's the point of drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that's why you did it. And 100%. it turns out some cultures drink for the taste of it. Well, yeah, yeah. Which I think um, strange. I think well, the, pe- the peasant I, I, East country, Eastern Bloc countries like, you know, Croatia, Bulgaria, because my last name being Croatian, I'm pretty sure they get pissed to it. talk about the war and uh, they're really racist. I, I, um, I, for the first time now in my life, can go out for a couple of beers. Like, I'm one of those That's people that just, has, just yeah. has the culture of just like, I would Smash either drink... Beers. Yeah, I would either... Stay sober and hang out with people. Like I'd go out to dinner and hang out and yeah. like have a good meal and chat mm. with my friends or whatever, and I'd just be sober. Or I would drink and I would drink and I would get hammered. Yeah, like that was it. Years. One 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 way or the other, you know. Like and mm. now I'm, you know, I'm 31. And I'm, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, we, I can have a couple of beers and dinner and like or like a fucking glass of wine yeah. or whatever. But I mean, it's never been in my vocabulary because I was brought up just like you drink to get pissed, 100%. and you know it's yeah. Well, but that's big. Australia, one hundred percent. That's just the that way. It's Australia, it's Australia. Mm. Because in Europe, they they introduce drinking at a very young, young age, age, and they do it as in you're supposed to have it on the dinner, like mm. it's certain to, times to compliment the food. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, do it to get fucked up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on now, son. Yeah, exactly. yeah. It'd be interesting what the culture would be like here if we uh, didn't have like a legal drinking age. Well, like, that's interesting because apparently. I'm not sure if this is true or not, but apparently in Portugal they legalized heroin. No, I think? they've legalized. That's actually a thing. Um, they've, no, they've, they've legalized like really drugs. hard drugs. Yeah, oh. and and the, and the thing is, the rate like drug addiction has dropped, and there is no drinking age in Portugal, yep. and they have less alcoholism. Well, that's really funny. So like, I was thinking, I was thinking like when someone told me that there's no drinking age, yeah. I was like, that's crazy. Like, I was thinking what that would mean in Australia. And it's probably the fact that we're not allowed to drink at a certain mm. age and it becomes taboo and it becomes this sort of rite of passage thing mm. that you do. But you also want to do everything that you're not allowed to do. Exactly. Like if you're not allowed to, if you're not allowed to um, drink beers, you're not allowed to smoke cigarettes, you're not allowed to drive cars, like you want to go and steal your mum's car and take it for a lap around the block when she's when she's yeah, like, exactly. you know, when, you're, when you're 17 years old or 16 with your mates because you're not allowed to do it. You're like, exactly. oh my God, look what we're fucking doing. Yeah. Like you take away that aspect for children because that's a big thing for kids. Like, you want to be able to tell your mates what you've done. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, oh, I did this, I did that. Oh, did you hear what fucking Billy did? He did that. Yeah. Like, if there's none of that, then, Man, yeah, yeah. There's- meanwhile, there's some kid in Portugal going, oh, I did some heroin when I got home. And his friend's like, you fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's like, so why'd, mature. Why'd you do that? He can play soccer. You <laughs> fucking idiot. With that Portugal thing, like, Portugal was like, with the GFC and like the financial crisis, was like the hardest hit country and their drug rate increased like tenfold. Jeez. So, like, they went from like, I don't know. I would say uh, X number X to fucking big X, 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 three X. You know, and then they were the first ones to come out of the GFC, and they were the first country in Europe um, to legalize you know hardcore drugs. Mm. So when you say how's it work though? Is there safe injecting injecting rooms and stuff? There's safe injecting rooms, and so the safe injecting rooms, obviously, you know, they've got nurses and stuff like that, Mm. and those that. 
decreased it because people were like, well, you know, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, like yeah. you know. But also, there's there's measures in place for when people are. I mean, there is in Australia, but I mean, well, you still. The thing is, like, if you take away any drug that we have here, like, if, or you make it you make it illegal, you, you can't. Stop people from doing it. No, it's you like heroin. People are still going to be heroin addicts if they want to be yeah, heroin addicts. No. You know? well, the, that's, that's the thing with heroin. Like they, they know that heroin is basically less harmful than cigarettes to you. Like what, what in terms of its direct court, like things that it does to you. Mm. But what all, it's all the other things that are associated with like mm. heroin with addiction, addiction, like prostitution Ooh. and lack of sleep and all that sort of stuff anxiety yeah like exactly and you that. you stop sleeping you yeah. stop doing all sorts of things and that's how stop eating probably yeah exactly so if you if you have safety nets these drugs become a lot less harmful mm. and people you know don't have to fall back on crime in order to sustain their yeah. habits mm. and have you heard of the methadone pro- methadone methadone project or not project but like what it does so i know a um Heroin, a recovering heroin addict. Mm. So he got off of heroin, you know, five, six years ago. Um, been a heroin addict since he's like 18. Mm. And he's on methadone. Yeah. That's the only way he can function. So basically, because his body's been abused to the hard substance for so long, he's just like, oh, well, the, this isn't a disability allowance, disability pension, and they prescribe methadone to him. He has to take every morning. You know, mm. I don't know too much about methadone or, or what they have. Is it a tablet? Is it an injection? You know, is it IV once a week? I, I don't know fucking anything. Mm. But I know for a fact that, you know, he has to take that to manage his addiction because what also f- makes people relapse is the more times you try and quit from heroin, cold turkey, mm. the higher chance of you relapsing. And the second, say so you give up like tomorrow and then you go back into it, you're then going to... Um, fall back into the habit but mm. twice as hard yeah 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 for really? sure you know like, oh it's been so long bang on it but the whole yeah. thing but you're also like giving it you're giving into yourself as well that's so right you're, you're losing like oh, that, fuck you, it you, you know you're, you're another, another time you've lost yeah. that trust in yourself to be yeah. able to actually yeah, exactly. stay off it you know and the biggest thing about what we were saying before about um, how rules are made to be broken the, the dopamine that feel good response um, that hormone that's sort of excreted in our body <coughs> through, the, through the brain the, like the biggest factor associated with the dopamine release is temptation and desire. Mm. So like when you have sex with someone you, you want to have sex with for ages or you, you do something you've been wanting to do for ages that's so tempting, that's when you get such a big dopamine release. Mm. So if you didn't have that that idea that drugs were against the law and you know there's, we don't have we don't have that like Adam that sort of creationist view of mm. desire and stuff, we wouldn't have it at all. It'd just be like another thing. Mm. Like oh, I just might go get an ice cream. But the mm. same thing is. Drugs. Yeah, well, that's, that's why Samira. when you do something the, for the first time, it's always the best. Oh, mm. definitely. I mean, like the, I fir- the first sex. the first time <laughs> I I smoked weed was like the greatest thing ever. Yeah. I I don't think I ever experienced anything. I mean, that's the only drug I've ever done. So yeah. I'm not going to talk about anything yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. But or, or just any first experience. And you're right. It's like the anticipation of an event. Like I went to Bali mid year last year. And it's like the first time ever I have like just not completely winged a holiday mm. and I've actually planned it out and like, oh, we'll go to this place and do that and actually made it a lot better because you were looking forward to things mm. and it's like that anticipation of an event was actually like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's sick. It helps the build yeah. up. Yeah, mm. way better. Mm. It also helps that, you know, our girlfriends are pretty good planners. <laughs> no, well, that is the difference of going on a holiday with a chick. Yeah, actually, my missus has been planning out a, a, tri- a trip to Vietnam for eight months. Um, so, fuck me. Looking forward to that one. <laughs> I yeah. Actually, yeah, we're not hanging shit on it, but like they 
plan. Girls will plan shit pretty well. Stereotypically speaking. Yeah, yeah, so women women are good for... We're going to throw a nice big cover over all the ways in the world. Exactly. Also really good cooks. Also really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not big. Yeah, it's so sexist, Zach. Get out. All for equality in this podcast. Yeah, I'm about equality. Women are shittest men at everything. Oh, dear, Daniel. Like at the end of the day, at least you didn't crack a rape joke. Yeah, That's true. A fair point. It was true. a rape joke. Out, I feel like I feel like Bill's hit the low point, so no matter what I say, he's never going to be that bad. <laughs> yeah, you'll say it worse though. I'll get away with it. You won't. I don't know how, but you'll fuck it somehow. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to Tasmania. Let's yeah. take it to Tasmania, Zach. Yeah. So, Cassie, what about you, mate? How's your How does your diet sort of change up and down in response to competition and the lead up to all that? Um. Well, yeah, I just basically start eating less. I mean, I, I eat the same, but less of it, yep. essentially. I, I, I found in, like, recently, like, maybe in the ne- last six months, it's a lot harder for me to lose weight. Maybe I'm just, I've, like... Well, the thing is, I actually have a lot less fat on me. Like, yeah, pretty, pretty rich. when, I, when I'm, I'm just, excited. like... <laughs> it, like, when I'm just... Uh, nothing, just, everything. Just when I'm just training, <laughs> when I'm, like, training, I'm, like, I feel pretty... Like, I don't feel sloppy or anything like that. And I'm sitting at about <sighs> 80 kilos when I'm at training, and then I've got to lose three, and it's just it's not falling off me the same way that it used to. Like mm. when I used to weigh 80 kilos, let's say a year and a half ago, I'd be pretty fat. So well, yeah. like a bit pudgy. How long does it takes to lose that. Like when do you have to start dieting? You can lose two. You can what? Depends well, on the person. Yeah. Well, but I talked to like a Welsh lifter when we were in Malaysia. Gareth Evans. Gareth Evans, and he was Gareth. saying that the best way is just like just try to get a kilo off a week. Yeah. So I've got to lose three kilos. I just give myself, you know, three weeks. Yeah. Try to lose a kilo each week. You've and it just got a week, mate. A little, yeah, I know. Well, I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm sitting, sitting about 78 and a half. Okay. Oh, shit. So, oh, that's easy. Yeah, this should be fine. You got eight days, mate. You got eight days. Yeah, you got eight days. Eight days, yeah. Your body goes into starvation mode, in a sense, isn't it? When you, when you really cut. Oh, well, no, that's what you really cut. Well, it's, the, the thing is, like, those last three weeks before a comp, you actually are some of your hardest weeks. Yeah. Because you're going heavy just before a comp and blah, blah, blah. And at the same time, you're also dieting. Yeah. So you're not. Yeah. For me, like, I'm not recovering the same weight because I'm not that's just right. shoving my face full of food. I'm like, oh, I'll have, I'll have like two eggs this morning instead of four and I Damn. won't eat this and I won't eat that and like the weight just still is not falling off you mm. Jesus what Similar, do I have to do mm. I kind of a little You're bit different now a man. Yeah. yeah your metabolism is gradually slowing and your yeah. like me. is getting bigger <laughs> yeah. so I'm the same like I, I could never put on weight and then it would be easy for me to shed weight in a second yeah, yeah. now I'm 31 it's not the case at all I <laughs> but you also eat a I, shit amount of shitty food oh yeah but I just when mean, he was like, training my, my, metabolism, yeah. my metabolism in general has just slowed you know like I yeah. was always young like it was just lean as shit yeah. could eat whatever he wanted at any stage I, I also think you just get thicker yeah. from like between the ages like 28, 30 mid 30s blah 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 Yeah, you mm. just get bigger definitely thicker you start yeah. to fill out a bit more which is uh, something that I'm really looking forward to so <laughs> <laughs> it sucks let me tell you see you've got a good shape like you, you know what you are you're like yeah, you look shape. good but you're just, just not sucked. good. What about yeah, that chicken? That's, right, um, that's right. What about that chicken? Right, but I can't do it. Yeah, you're like you're, you're, you're <laughs> what I call an Italian sports car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks great. Uh, well, I don't looks know, great. 
Yeah, it goes you like the Ferrari with the vegetables inside that we were talking about the other day. Last time I checked, Italian sports cars are pretty fucking good. Um, <laughs> oh, the Ferrari made up a sweet potato. You're like a Fiat Panda. What about that? Um, what about <laughs> that Panda? I like the look of them. Now it's getting a little personal. What about that uh, Mexican chick that called us um, Los Spartanos? What was that? Remember that? No. The Bill, chick, that, that Mexican in chick Spanish? in the hostel the other day yeah. that called us uh, the Spartans. Yeah, the, the, other, the other day. The Spartans. Yeah, the Spartans. Oh, yeah. The Spartans. Yeah, you're, you're mate. Yeah, You're good, right. mate. You're yeah. old, mate. Oh, yeah. Tell me you have a sneaky one. Yeah. <laughs> tell me a sesh. Tell me a sesh. Oh, my bone. For Thomas. For Thomas. Make love to me, Thomas. Well, I mean, it, uh, that wasn't like when you and I had made love, mate. So. <laughs> that was good fun. I was asleep, mate. Have you, have you told Tanner? Well... I don't think she needs to know. Yeah, that's right. What we have between me and you and Bill is... <laughs> Drag me into a bed. <laughs> Daniel holds the camera. Um, um, hey, because you, you've got to honestly make a living. And that's, um, how do it. that's true. It's this, this, um, this comp on the weekend, this is a big step up for the AWF, I feel like. Oh, it hasn't been oh. anything like this in a while, has there? The AWF couldn't, root, <laughs> couldn't organise a root in a brothel with a fistful of 50s. <laughs> Yeah, I, someone yeah, had to come yeah. out and say, no, look, they do all right. No, job. but I mean, like, this is a <laughs> big... Like a, well, it looks like a big comp. Like, it looks impressive from the outside looking in, yeah. you know, with mm. Nemergadov or whatever the, however the fuck you say his name. Nerudinov, yeah. Nerudinov. Um, all these international guys coming over, like, it's, for a three-day... It's day. good, but I think that's more external. Like, I don't necessarily think the AWF are going, hey, guys, you want to come down here and do this? Like, they, they, got an, they got it as an international. You can jump at any point where I'm... Get, Wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I get wrong. <laughs> um, like, it was originally, uh, the Australian International was like the club championships, which is a great competition. They changed the name because they wanted to. And, um, you know, then it became, they paid a fee to the International Weightlifting Federation, which is about as corrupt as FIFA, mm. with a fuck ton less money. Mm. Um, and then they did that and they got a whole, then that opened it up for guys from New Zealand, all of the South Pacific region, um, you know, to come on down, all the oceanic countries to come on down. And then I think a weightlifter up in a weightlifting coach um, up in New South Wales, uh, rookie Ricky Gulimov. He obviously been Uzbeki, had um, you know connections with this bloke, and you know they want to bring him down, which I think is great for the sport generally mm. in Australia because you know you're going to get a shit ton of people going, oh fuck, this guy's an Olympian. You know, Best I think it's a good thing, mm. but it's just you know like things that the AWF are, you know not real organisers like they, it's supposed to be an Australian team, um, an opportunity for people that aren't in the Australian team like. You know, me and Daniel both in the Australian team. We've competed internationally, so that's mm. good for us for the Commonwealth Games. They're not going to name the team until, you know, the um, finalise of entries on the Friday, on the Thursday night, you know, shit like that. Mm. You know, like- Yeah, but, but the reason for that is like this, like say people who haven't yet qualified because they maybe they didn't lift in the last six months or yeah. whatever. They haven't had an opportunity to lift in an internationally designated competition yet. And that's the only way you can get onto the Commonwealth team. So, mm. like, if you don't lift in one of these four events, which is like nationals, the Australian International, uh, I think the Oceania Championships and the Commonwealth Games Trials, if you don't lift in one of those four, you can't. Yeah. You can't compete. So it's but they haven't lifts they haven't uh, mentioned the team yet because they want to give people who maybe have a shot the opportunity to lift in the Australian team and then. <laughs> Possibly that's qualify. fair enough. That's hundred percent fair enough. Like you, that's right. You, what you said yeah. is right. But the problem is in that that all the competitions that qualified for this ended last weekend. So, for instance, you, you think there'd be a process in play, and there probably is. I'm probably going to get an angry email from the AWF at some point. Um, you know, where it could have been done the week before. You know, the, the, there's just a whole heap of shit. Like generally, 
we're pretty lucky. We get our funding paid for. We go away mm. on trips. We don't have to fundraise or any shit like that. So we're all, we do yeah, all right. Don't really have anything to complain about. And it's the just thing some is of the they're, un- they're, they're not I very was transparent. More about, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is all the logistics of you guys as athletes. I was more talking about like it looks like an impressive event for the growth of the okay, sport yeah. because I, like obviously last year I went to nationals. We all went to nationals. Um, uh, you guys um, came first in the nation. I came about 480th. Um, yeah. But, uh, Same as did in the open, bro. When I, was, uh, when I was up there, though, I was talking to like Harvey, um, talking, to, um, talking to some of the older guys that have been around since, you know, back in the day mm. and talked about how big weightlifting was like in the mid-90s even. You know, like yeah. Harvey was on Sale of the Century. He was on the Today Show with Kerry Ann Kennelly. He was on this and that. Like he was, yeah. in, he was in the Herald Sun fucking 10 different times. Whereas now there's like, there's no promotion of of weightlifting in Australia and I spoke to the guys and they're like well I said how he used to um, lift in nationally televised events in front of 5,000 yeah. people I took a photo last year at the Nationals when Damon Kelly was about to lift so 105's heaviest bloke uh, heaviest weight to be lifted in the fucking nation yep. and I took a panorama of the of the amphitheatre because it's a sick 15 people there was literally fucking fi- under 50 people yeah. and you know like I don't know how many people could sit there a couple of thousand probably I don't know but it was awesome stadium mm-hmm. like it was set up well no one was there. Yeah. And I, I spoke to Harvey and some of the other guys and they're like, yeah, it's just been a slow corrosion of the fucking, of the brand of, of Australian weightlifting yeah. due to the fact that there's no one fucking, like, man, that there's also no one come doing back marketing, to no, one, no one planning, no one fucking doing exciting things to keep the sport growing because that's, that's why like when I saw this mm. comp this weekend, I was like, oh, that's fucking good. That looks impressive. You know, the Arnold's on, same weekend and like, the Arnold's on, people are going to be going that, but like, fuck, you want to go see gold medalists yeah, lifting right. in yeah. Hawthorne like you can, which is, it's it's good. It's good for the sport because yeah. I think it it's good Australian for the sport. Just fucking I think we've got to look at more, that more, more positives in that regard, you know, to, oh, you know, it's really good for the sport, but that all comes back to the fact that the AWF have been all over the show the last mm. few years. They swap and change things. Uh, it, it's, it's other things as well. Like, you know, we in, haven't got in, the, in, the, in the 80s, mm. in the 80s when Harvey was lifting yeah, and Rob was lifting. Yeah, this is a big factor. I mean, they they had eight guys lifting, you know, three hundred plus. Mm. You know, it's seventy five standard. Kilos. The standard was so much higher. So what's happening? But I mean, it's a well, chicken and the egg. It's a chicken and the egg. There's no one. There's probably fucking one fifty the amount of weightlifters in Australia. One fifty the amount of yeah. elite athletes that go out of high school and they go, "Fuck, I want to. I'm gonna strong and fit and athletic. I'm gonna go lift weights and get on TV and be on Sales Century." Like, so I think you're right in what you say, mm. but there's de- I think there's definitely a chicken and the egg thing going on there. But no, this is what I was talking to, like one of the master lifters at the gym the other day. So he lifted with Rob as an eighty-two and a half or whatever in the eighties, and he said there's less people. There were less people lifting back then. But the standard was higher. Really? So they had less of a pool, but the guys that were there were, were good. awesome. Interesting. You know? So right. his like participation rates, especially like with masters, are like going through the roof. Like really? in Queensland, hmm. there are so many masters lifters now, they're getting more members all the time. But the problem is getting a young kid who starts weightlifting and keeping them long enough to develop them to into develop something into a good lifter. I mean hmm. like it's taken me 12 years to get where I am. And mm. I started when I was 13 and I was in the gym earlier than that. My mm. dad's a, my weightlifting coach. I've been around weightlifting my entire yeah. life and it's taken me this long. I mean, I only became, uh, last year was the first time I won nationals mm. and it took me, what, 12 years to get there. Like if you can't keep people in the sport, you're never going to get those results. Mm. And it's keeping people engaged, yeah. keeping people, for sure. you know, Enjoying it, and yeah. 
blah 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 which is why it's like there's you know there's always incentives to compete well because you get to go on international trips and blah mm. blah blah you get to see a lot of the world for free so yeah. those kinds of things keep people in the game but especially they have these problems in Queensland they have these awesome lifters who are like great as juniors and they fuck off but mm. they, they're not around when they're when they're 20 yeah. they stay around till they're 19 they don't they've got better things to do yeah so what do you think about so CrossFit is obviously made weightlifting great like it's sorry to, to the people that that's <laughs> as, I, I know, fucking, I know. as CrossFit boy over here <laughs> I do hey, hey, hey Donald CrossFit over here we're again do you want to build a fucking wall as well sure, right, CrossFit's been CrossFit's been in Olympics for about 150 years now and um that's so no, no, we won't rag on you too much Tommy what do you mean now tell us what you meant, mate. Crossfit has meant that a lot of people that wouldn't be involved in any way in the sport yeah. are now involved. Yeah. And do you think like all that stuff that so there was less people competing in the eighties, but they were better. Now that we have a lot more participation, it's gonna be even more the opposite. So we're gonna have a lot of people that are okay good at it. Maybe there's some people that have started off doing CrossFit now and a bit weightlifting, but because they haven't specialised in the sport, we're probably gonna go down. On an international level. Yeah, but what's going to happen, for instance, is like, say you got heaps of people who get into weightlifting mm. in their mid-20s, 30s. Yeah, that's right. And, and through kids. CrossFit or blah, blah, blah. They're not going to be any good. Mm. Or maybe they will get to a decent standard, but they'll never get to, you know, a high enough yeah. standard. But they're going to have children. Mm. And they're going to know about weightlifting and blah, blah. They're going to know about gymnastics. Mm. and that's right. It opens know, those doors, doesn't yeah, it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm. There's going to be so much more awareness of the things that people... That you know th- that people can do, and I'm sure these people Sorry. who started CrossFit in their 30s gone. Shit, I wish, wish I'd I done weightlifting. Yeah, 100%. When I was when I was this age, you know, and I could have been so much better. Like there was a guy, there's a guy, a masters lifter who just oh he's not masters lifter yet, but this dude who's like 38, he just joined Phoenix like a month ago, and he used to do competitive bodybuilding yeah. and blah blah blah, and he's telling us that. You know, he used to train in the garage with his brother and do weights and stuff. And his dad used to be like, hey, there's a weightlifting club called Hawthorne, like just down the road. I can take you there. And he's yeah. like, nah, I don't want to do that. Blah, blah, blah. And that's full of drug cheats and blah, blah, blah. And he's gone. And now he's training at Phoenix. Yeah. And he's like really fucking good. Like he picks the movements up super easy. He loves it. Yeah. He's upping his training all the time. And he's like, fuck. I wish I just done wish started early. that I'd gone, yeah, dad, I'll go down. Yes. Mm. You yeah, know, just once exactly, and all these like he's gonna he's gonna know about that. Yeah, his his kids are gonna do it. Blah blah blah. So hopefully, it's through people like 100%. this that weightlifting is gonna grow. But it might slump even further. Probably or, like a twenty year tw- twenty, 20 year, year benefit. Yeah. Like yeah. when the next generation comes through. Yeah, yeah. or I agree. or like, we no- might start to see it rise now. You never know. But I think it generally we- has risen since the you know CrossFit came along and. I I believe 100% that CrossFit has generally sparked the interest of weightlifting across the board. Well, things that directly have been awesome about CrossFit is that, one, I don't need to order shoes from Bangladesh. (laughs) Weightlifting shoes that you can get by bars and weights really easily. Just order them from Tommy. He's got um, got a life membership at uh, CrossFit.com forward slash store. um, (laughs) Brazzers. What's his subscription? I never liked Brazzers. No, I never never liked Brazzers that much. You're on horse lovers. Yeah, horse lovers. Goat, no, goat. Goat. Tasmanian lovers. Goat lover. Goat lover. Yeah. What's wrong with him? Yeah. It's been a risky podcast. Fucking oath it has. Bill's over there having a look at the time. He's like, fuck, get these guys out of here. Well, um, well, we do have to get you guys out of here at some point. You guys want to hit... You got 
All right, we're going to go six from six. You got a Tasmanian story for us, mate? Or? Come on, pal. Oh, I had a bit of a think. No, you don't. If you don't have a story, you we, don't have a story. We're going to do a part two to this, right? Yeah, we'll do a part two. Oh, yeah, we'll do a part two. We're going to come back. When you smash 150, we'll do a part two with Katsy. <laughs> and then you can, uh, you can get your weights and come back on when you made them. You fuck off. All right, we'll go six from six. All right, let's do six from six then. So. We got uh, starts with me. I'll go you first, Zach. Sorry, what are we doing? How does this oh, work? So what happens is you listen to the part- show. Yeah, but never it- this far in. <laughs> <laughs> do, you get, do you get the part where Tommy gets really annoying? Yeah, me too. <laughs> That's right. All right. So you got three questions from me, three questions from Tommy. I'll ask you both the first question, both the second question, blah blah. blah. Yeah. So my first, first, my first question <laughs> is, um, <laughs> is favorite travel destination on the planet. Favorite place you've been? Tommy's mum. Pardon? Tommy's mum. Hey, uh, <laughs> shut up, fucker. Answer it. Tommy's mum is in this show. Let's go straight to Dan. Let's go straight to Dan. No, you're no, void. Your, your no, answer no, is void. No, I'll probably, I'll probably have to honestly say... Um, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm serious? Sorry, mum. I'd probably have to say just come back home to Tassie and just hang out at my parents' house. Like that, that, I've been to a few places now, uh, really, you know, but I'd probably just say that. Just going home and right, well, having to do we're, nothing. We're on a schedule now, and, uh, and yeah, you've been. Let's, let's yeah, that's good off. enough. That's, that's two shit <laughs> uh, What do you got, Cassie? Um, probably Japan. Mm. Japan was awesome. Oh. Oh. It was just just for the fact that it was just so much shock mm. value to everything, and yeah. everything was so new and strange and weird. <laughs> weird is the right word. Yeah, it was just it was so fascinating that's to be toilet. there. Oh, I want to have a yeah, go no, one of these tools. I, I, they look good. I, yeah. I, I like. I got no, a funny story. No, they that... Tickle your balls and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, tickle your balls, jack you off. So, <laughs> so my, sorry. <laughs> he lost it. I was t- talking about. He's made the same yeah. jack off gag in the last three shows. <laughs> <laughs> he, made, he made the jack off gag to a dad who was talking about anxiety. Oh, Phil. No, you're gonna take the pressure off somebody. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you pull the blinds down when you need to? I do have double screens here. I got double screens. It's the only way um, deal, uh, Bill can deal with the anxiety. in beer. Um, all right, all right. So Sorry. Japan, Katsy. So next question, um, swinging it back to you, Zach, is um, dream travel destination. So somewhere you haven't been that you're number one on your bucket list. Probably like northern Canada. Northern Canada. Like far north Canada. Like not up in the Arctic, but like just where you have to get a plane and fly in. Why northern Canada? Why that far Because I always Canada? wanted to go to Canada and um, hunt like elk and moose. Right. As I do a bit of a bit of deer shooting and stuff like that. And I've always wanted to um, have the opportunity to go away and hunt an elk. I'm not one of those blokes that kind of gets excited about hunting bears or endangered species. But I would, would love to, you know, go to North America and do a bit of a... So that's elk country, is it? Up yeah, further north it's you go. Elk and, elk and bear country and, you know, kind of all through there. Gotcha. Just um, be pretty cool. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. And you, Katsy? Italy. 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 I'd like to go to Italy. And South America, but... Mm. Yeah, South America. I'd like to just go to Italy and just stay there for like a month. Mm. I don't know. I've always been fascinated with Italy. Mm. A lot of stuff to do there. Pretty yeah. cool. Part. I've, Pretty I've cool. been there, but for fuck, I missed everything. I just did like a week there. <laughs> Would you just... say it's your one of your favourite places? I wouldn't actually, mate. I thought Moving you were on. Say that <laughs> Moving on. I know. I was going to, but oh, I know you were. It's about two hundred touches in my face <laughs> every week. Um, yeah, I know. And uh, Zach, have you got any books that you recommend to people that you like? I know you can't read, but maybe an audio book. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, that's harsh. Okay, so that's yeah, harsh. it was harsh. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> sure, it's worth Probably the, uh, the 
best book I ever listened to. And it was really funny. I was listening to it. It was called Lines of Kandahar. Mm. Um, Heard of that? Yeah. It, I think I got you it off. You might have told me about it. Yeah. And I remember I was listening to it because I did an old bill when I was listening to Smash the Podcast. Out. I'd listen to audiobooks at work and mm. I'd just finishing off at work and I'm working on this house in its kitchen and I just remember standing there bawling my eyes out like <laughs> really? a fucking baby. It, it, you know, it's like one of those books you read. It's like, oh, you know, America. But it, that's what you think it's going to be like. But it just reads or listens really fucking well and I just you felt really connected the whole way through the book and I just what's it about yeah, like, it's a so it's about um, it's about green berets right. in operating in Afghanistan and in northern like northern uh, northern Afghanistan and more predominantly in Kandahar working alongside with the Australians um, in bits and pieces and just they went into a, a th- like a, a 36 hour contact with um, you know the um, Taliban and mm. yeah just Fucking, you know, one of those stories like kind of like, uh, you know, that Lone Survivor one where, you know, like, oh, you know, up against the odds. And it yeah, just, yeah, it doesn't yeah. read like a wank. Yeah, and yeah. so many of those books read like a wank. And it mm. was just kind of really eye-opening, you know, and it's That's really good. cool. That's good. That's mm. it. Favourite book. That's hard. I don't know. I love The Count of Monte Cristo. God, good nice read. fiction. Yeah. I remember you telling me that actually. Yeah, that's one of those um, penguin books, right? You can probably get it for like ten bucks. Well, no, uh, it I've is it. a massive book. Oh, like, really? Yeah. No, it's... Bill. No. <laughs> no, you know the penguin books like the classics, like Dracula and. It's definitely a classic. Yeah. But it's so in depth. It's just a sick story. It's like. I just, it's like revenge porn. I just love it. Revenge <laughs> porn? Yeah, Dan loves a good Fuck bit of revenge. I love a good revenge story. I definitely didn't think it was going to be a revenge porn yeah, story. That's right. no, and no, then he cut the like, off. Because it's, like it's like Shawshank Redemption, but better. Ooh, so Morgan Freeman's in it. Yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, Tommy, that's exactly it. <laughs> that's exactly it. All right. It's, 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 great. it's awesome. Tommy, you're up. All righty. Uh, Mr. Gordovich, uh, what do you like to do when you have some spare time? Uh, well, I'd like to uh, jiu-jitsu. Yes. I roll with yes. the jiu-jitsu. Yes. Basically, jiu-jitsu and just kind of hang out. Yeah. I do try and meditate a fair bit, mainly because of like what you blokes said, how much it helped you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I started hitting that pretty hard, and you know, just kind of meditate, hang out, mm. chill with my girlfriend, and ride Vespers around and do jiu-jitsu. What so, do you do for meditation? And you do morning, afternoon, do, once a day, twice a day. So I try and do um, the breathing. So I don't know if you've heard of a guy called Hicks and Gracie. He does a lot of meditation breathing before he trains and stuff like that. And um, it's a lot of deep diaphragmic breathing. Mm-hmm. I do that. And generally just I just use the app, the one that you recommended me to use. Budify. Yeah, Budify. I either use that of a night and I try and just do as much as that as when I can. Yeah. Um, pretty time poor, but I suppose everyone is. I can have a whinge about that, but no one cares. <laughs> yeah, yeah Budify is good. Great. I definitely, I, I find, feel as I get older, that's quite important to you know have that bit of time to self reflect and you know check yourself. Um, I'm not a consistent one. Yeah, like I've done it from time to time. No, I, I, it's not true. I actually do do it, but only like when I'm feeling stressed. Yeah, sure. So it's not a it's not a routine practice. I'll just I'll do it. I'll do like little ones throughout the day, like maybe even for a few minutes and yeah. I definitely do it to get to sleep. Yes, yes. So all I do is I just like concentrate on breathing through my nose, into my stomach and I just count my breaths from one to 10 and then just keep doing that. When are you going to sleep? Yeah, when I'm going to sleep and it gets me to sleep every time. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. 
Because that, that's the big thing. If if I if I sleep well, I feel good throughout the day, Fuck and then yeah. I don't need to meditate. Yeah, mm. sleep is what most important thing yeah, you can exactly. do. Exactly, hundred percent. I'm pretty neurotic about my sleep. Nine hours a night. Um, <laughs> that's perfect, mate. Yeah, God love nine hours oh, every day. Oh, it's funny. I probably get like close to seven though. Oh, if I get in between seven and eight, I'm happy. I always go. I, I always aim for like seven and a half. Cause I always miss the eight. I'm like, I can't get eight. Yeah. I was at seven and a half, and then it'll probably end up being about seven. Mm. And if I know that I've gotten less than seven hours sleep, you fall I'll apart. mentally be like, I'll just be yeah. like, damn, I'm not rested. Even if I feel alright, I'll, I'll mentally be like, I'm not rested enough. Yeah. yeah. On average, I would say I get seven. On average. Yeah, I reckon Sometimes seven's, I get like seven's nine hours sleeps, mm. and then I have like fucking five hours. Yeah. Do you do? Do you do the late classes at Schwartz's? Yeah. You do the late night ones as well, yeah. like the Thursday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Oh, I don't do those. I used oh. to do those, but I just, I like, I can't be fast sleeping. Like, I want to do shit. Yeah, I can't be fast sleeping. So I've like, always, I've yeah. always thought of, about that. Like, if you could get your life to the point where maybe if you like meditated for an hour a day, yeah. so that you could only sleep five hours a night, so you had two extra hours of your of your day oh, every day, because yeah. you think of like mm. how much an extra two. It's a shame because I, I used to work with a guy, um, Jared, who slept for five or six hours a night every night and he deliberately is like oh no I feel great five or six hours Arnold Schwarzenegger claims he sleeps like four or five hours a night yeah. and because you get more of your life like you say like I'm like fuck I got shit I'm, I'm yeah. fucking loving watching this TV show like I'm, yeah. I'm loving fucking down the beach right now yeah, like yeah. I want to I get up early and do this but you kind of got to obviously let your body mm. recover well, and it's be like good to yourself but I got, I got way more time to write I'm super happy now and like I just don't I just, as soon as I wake up I'm like fuck alright I've got to get right into the day and I'm, I, we were in a, um, an Uber me and Kieran after, after Mexico and we met this guy like, I don't think you were in the, in the in LA yeah. and this guy who was a black belt in um, Taekwondo slept for four hours a night and he just said for him it just works really well Yeah, he was just up at 3am every day because that was the time we needed to get to the, at the plane and he was up at um, 3am every morning and he just he just did not want to sleep because he just had shit on that he wanted to do yeah. I swear some people could do it I wonder if he yeah, trains though oh. Well, if none of us see, trained and we're all just like yogis, oh, yeah. if, if we didn't put our CNS through fucking yes. hell and back yeah, every day, exactly. like, I mean, we have to sleep. If, 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 yes. I, if I didn't train, I think I could sleep less. Yeah. yeah. But see, I, he, he I, you can't do I it just, if you're training. No, Simple fact you can't do it. I mean, no, like, I follow, you do, you're an idiot. I follow Jocko oh, Willink on yeah. Instagram and man. he gets up 4.30 every day. I just don't know how he does it. I tried that once. I set my alarm for 4.30. I set it up for 4.30. I'm going to fucking get it. I'm going to tack the day. Just like, got up, saw the alarm, said, Fuck that! And went back to bed. Woke up an hour and a half later. It's, I get like up, like up at six every I day. All the time. Except yesterday, where it's, I was it's amazing. It's amazing, yeah. like the get up and go you have just before you go to bed, oh. and how determined you are to attack things and get goals, you know, done and blah blah blah. Whatever, yeah. whatever you've like convinced yourself yeah, yeah, is yeah. the thing to do before you go to sleep, and then you wake up and go, none of that shit matters. Yeah. <laughs> I want to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. My life sucks. I hate it. <laughs> Great time right now. Where I am? How many times has the coach told me you just been like, oh, it's fucking open. Uh, There's going to be three people in the class. Yeah, yeah. Just turn your phone off. Fucking yeah. go to sleep. Yeah, that's right. I do that every Friday. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fuck, I better get up. I made, I made a thing about getting this class better go. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> so yeah. you've got to pull it in. But yeah, oh, I, fuck, you got to sleep. you got to mm. sleep. Like, I get up at six pretty much every day except Thursday. Yeah. Mm. And I just attack the day. Yeah. I'm a 5 man. I know, but you do go to bed I'm at like not. nine. Yeah, no shit. I go to bed nine thirty, nine nine thirty. Like, so you get your yeah, that's fine. But like, oh, I'm I'm fucking hours. super regimented. Like, yeah. it, it. And you can fall asleep just like that. Oh, mate, I can fall asleep now. We well, have been the past hour. 
inspiration in my life like all right so uh, my first weightlifting coach i guess like up until that point my like, biggest inspiration was probably just me mum no nah, like i just i just come from a pretty tough kind of family my mum's a hard woman yep. like she's pretty she tough is. and my dad's a hard dude like very loving and shit like that but they hard and they have a go mm-hmm. so probably just my mum and dad had just taught me so i just expected that of myself and then after my first weightlifting coach died probably him yep. you know and they're just like m- my biggest role model for me, it's just like, oh, sounds a bit gay, but like life, like you just want to be the better version of yourself each day. Yeah. Like that's all I try and do. Like I, I don't want to, I used to be, I want to be like this weightlifter. I want to be the best that I can be. Mm. So like just trying to be a little bit better every day is kind of like a, you know, something I look forward to. I wouldn't say yeah. role model, but something I look forward to. But yeah, mm. same so coach and my mum and dad and that's pretty much Maybe it. Connor Hayes says that uh, his role model is the person he wants to be in five years' time. So it's like always person. Man, I can't person. think past Tuesday. Yeah. But it's the same. It's the same um, notion. No, you couldn't even spell Tuesday. Fuck off. Hang on, hang on. T U T U E S T O O O S Day. Tuesday. Yeah. For those who don't know, I'm severely dyslexic. And I'm severely harsh. Everything I've said is true. And Bill is a old grumpy prick. Matthew McConaughey also said that he read something which was it like um, the greatest salesman in the world or something by Ogman Dingo or I can't remember what his Ogman name is Dingo. something like that mm. and, and anyway so you basically you made Dingo you made Man Dingo you made Man Dingo you made Dingo something like that anyway so the whole Stop premise it, of this book is like this dude discovers these scrolls and like you get and you have to read and like the way the book works is like there's a scroll, right? And there's like maybe eight of them. You have to read one passage three times a day for like a month and then you never forget it. And then it's like, and then it's entered your subconscious <laughs> yes. and then you'll act on that scribe. So I like downloaded this book and I was like, I was reading yeah. these these things because Matthew McConaughey told me to. Yeah, right. And it was the biggest crock of shit <laughs> I've ever, I've ever read. Yeah. I was like, what, uh, what does this even mean? Yeah. Was Matthew McConaughey sitting going... No, yeah. Yeah. He, he, he was sitting there like... He was like sitting there like... He was sitting there like... I, 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 I read this book by Alan Mandingo. Yeah. 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 Just keep living. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's so dreamy. Yeah, he's dreamy. He's he is. Dreamy. I want him to be my dad. Yeah, uh, it's a bit weird. We'll <laughs> yeah, like that didn't answer anything. It was just Daniel hanging shit on the dad of Matthew McConaughey. Big inspiration, Mr. Katz. Oh, I don't know. Probably, uh, I'd just say my dad. Yep. I was going to go with every, anything. Yeah, he's, he knows his stuff, Mr. Ivan. He's not a bad bloke. Yeah, he is a, uh, I don't know. Like, he's, he's obviously, I don't know. Yeah, you'd definitely be my biggest inspiration. I mean, f- for, for me, sorry? What, what were his numbers at, at all time? 120, uh, 155 at six, like a little bit well, over 60. Yeah, he was a 60 kilo lifter. He, he did, like his best weights in training, I think, I mean, in comp are like 15.45. Yeah. But I know he snatched 120 in training and he had a massive clean. He could yeah. clean 160. Shit. Weighing 60. Oh, that's So strong. huge clean, not that great overhead. Right. But um, yeah. All so, that work they do in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was a really good, 
went back when they had the press. Yeah. He was a really good presser. Yeah. So he had like the Commonwealth record in the press, but the press does not help you jerk. If you were a really good presser, you were a shit jerker. Yeah, probably, probably fucks your jerk up. Yeah. So you just, just hanging out the front. And, like, and you're like, like, you yeah, see that photo of like Nick Chancho on the press? Yeah, yeah, he's like yeah. at the front, yeah. like, fuck oh, me, yeah. 175 kilos, not bad. What would he press at 60 kilos then? What was the he Commonwealth record? He had the Commonwealth record as a 56, and he pressed 107. Jeez. That's epic, isn't it? I, I honestly... I've pressed 70 before. I've pressed 70 before. <laughs> pressed 70. <laughs> My most press is actually up. like 65. Yeah. No. <laughs> Mine's 70. Yeah, it's I think mean, mine's like not much more than Bill's, like, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Well, Bill's very weak. And he's also here with us. Right? <laughs> very fat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, final question, guys. Uh, Zach, if you could invite three people to dinner, dead or alive, who would they be and why? Three? Yes, three people. No, mate, you've had a year and a half to think about this. Yeah, I haven't watched. Listen to every show. Yeah. All right. Um, I know this sounds a bit weird, but like Khrushchev, uh, he was the like Russian premier during the 60s, like the Cuban Missile Crisis. Mm, um, and just, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why. Continue. Just because and I'm reading, yeah. reading a lot about the Cold War at the moment. Um, okay. Oh. Probably to pick up the spirits a bit after yeah. you and Christoph just fucking Christoph Christoph most definitely um, uh, fuck probably um, my great grandfather yeah. on my mum's side I'd have him around and he was just a, he was he was like severely dyslexic um, you know switched on dude he could he was a Roy, he was in the um, in the Royal, Royal Australian Navy during the war. And just a pretty switched on kind of dude with could kind of fix anything. He was a gunner and um, in charge of a gun crew. Um, and he just could fix anything. And I thought that was always pretty cool. Like, I remember him being, like, in his late 80s, just would fix anything. And he had Alzheimer's. Could he fix things? <laughs> he, could, he could fix things. Like, just make, just make shit. Like, electronics. Like, you give him... You give him like a, a fucking. He's like MacGyver. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really, I think MacGyver was loosely yeah, based on his grandpa. MacGyver. grandpa. And my last person. Last person. Oh, it's a fucking hard one. Um. I probably like. <laughs> just, what are you laughing at? Tommy laughing at my stupid gag. I'm just trying to understand how the dynamic of this <laughs> this so hypothetical weird. conversation would go. You got you got your grandfather going. Can I fix something? And uh, and a, and a guy who's in charge of the. Well, maybe I should invite John, John yeah. F. Kennedy to this because then he can be like, "Look, mate, you don't put them fucking missiles in my backyard." Damn, we will put a man on the moon. Yeah, that's good, Tommy. Okay, uh, any color brand? Fuck, I don't know. Probably Joe Rogan. I don't know it sounds a bit of a fanboy. No, that's a great one. No, Fuck because yeah. fucking well, you and Rogan would just have a great chat. Now you'd be giving shit to the other. Oh, we're not your grandpa, but the other dude. Yeah, no, probably probably like Joe Rogan and just you know Alex Jones. Um, no, <laughs> no Alex Jones, no. Oh, three people. Uh, Me? Fuck. Can um, I come? Winston Churchill. Nice. Oh, fuck. Why didn't I say that? Winston Churchill would be sick. Uh, someone else is a fucking great conversational. The guy I'm listening to heaps at the moment is Jordan Peterson. Oh, Jordan that Peterson's dude, great. Oh, he'd be sick. Fuck. Did you listen to him, him and Sam Harris? Uh, I, I listened to a bit of the first one. It was just shit. So, so painful. I just didn't listen so to it. So painful. Oh, I, did, I love Jordan Peterson, though. He's, yeah, he's fucking awesome. He's awesome. Sam, uh, Sam, Sam Harris and him... Disagreed on what truth is, Ooh. and 
it went for about 45 minutes in the middle yeah, of the podcast. Really? Yeah, he, he apologizes before the podcast. He goes, uh, it, I'm so sorry, guys. We couldn't even agree on what truth is. And the podcast, it's what, most, Sam Harris podcast? has been a stubborn yeah, fucking... Yeah, basically Sam... Waking up with Sam's, Sam Harris. Sam that Harris is like sick. completely Great. rational. I like all your podcast recommendations. And he can't accept so anything that's like abstract yeah, or he's like... So rational. He's so rigid and oh, rational. Yeah. Yeah. So... Oh, yeah. And then, and then you got a guy like Peterson who's talking about like mythological people oh, and, fuck, my and religions shit. and blah blah blah. All right, and a third person. Who did I get? Winston Churchill, Jordan Peterson, Daniel Katz, and Zakharovich. Ooh, third person. Okay, someone fucking sick. Uh, maybe another historical figure. Maybe. What about your? What about your pop? What about your Genghis? grandfather? Oh, my grandfather. Genghis. No, Genghis. My grandfather. No one's invited Genghis no, no, to the dinner table. Genghis can't. I wonder why. <laughs> even, even though <laughs> my grandfather. Slice off our heads and eat yeah. our bodies. Even though my grandfather's <laughs> a yeah. legendary man, he's not a conversationalist. Oh, Daniel, who are these idiots? Like, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, blah, blah. He wouldn't be. Yeah, good. probably not Daniel's pop then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So not him. Oh, maybe. Uh, third person. Should we just get the the uh, the, the gender dynamic? Solzhenitsyn. That'd be sick. Who? who? Solzhenitsyn. You know, the dude that. Uh, Jordan Peterson is always going on about no. you know, the guy who wrote the Gulag Archipelago. Oh, oh. I've heard him maybe mention the name. That's, but I don't that know just that. sounds good. It'd be interesting. I love a good Archipelago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my mate, my mate, him get on real well because you know what? He's in a few to the Gulag. <laughs> okay, yeah, true. All right, cool. Well, lads, uh, good session. Finally, Zach. Yes. Where can people find you on social media? And you go to the interweb yes. and you use the Instagram. Yes. Oh, just you can hit me up on um, Grinder and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, straight. You can hit me up on Instagram if you can spell my last name. You're doing pretty fucking well. That's very true. Um, so just Zach underscore Grigorovich. Australian weightlifter. I might think about changing it because I sound like a fucking tosser. <laughs> like Australian weightlifter. Who the fuck cares? It should be Zachary. You know, Gugovich. Um, Gugovich. Yeah, just, just Zach underscore Gugovich on Instagram. Yep. Can you hit me up on Facebook? Same. Zach Adam. Because um, I had two Facebook accounts. Got locked out of one. I had to start another one. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, can I give my uh, number Instagram, out? D underscore Katzy. Say that again. Sorry, mate. Zach is being an absolute plugger. D underscore Katzy. D underscore Katzy. With a K. Yep. With That's a K. With a K. With a K. Can K-T-Z. you please change that to Thundercats? Thundercats. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Okay. okay. Daniel yeah. Thundercats. <laughs> and that, I think we all call it there. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, boys. Part two yet to come. Very fun. Thanks. Thanks for watching, boys. And Thundercats only. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Bill, Bill, tell me it's not true. That was a great, that was a great show, and uh, that's a wrap. Alrighty, guys, I really hope you enjoyed that show. Again, my name is Thomas Barry Ahern. Barry is my middle name. Yep, that is, uh, it's a weird one, but it's a good one. Guys, if you wanted any of the show notes or notes, God, any of the show notes or any things we spoke about today, head to www.adventurefittravel forward slash podcast. It is all there. One we have Dan and Cats. So click on Dan and Cats episode 90. Just a little segue there, 97. And uh, get all your show notes there, guys. Also, you can leave us a rating and review on iTunes where you have downloaded this podcast on the podcast app. That would be awesome. We love reading your reviews, guys. Obviously, give it five stars. Even if you hated it, give us five stars or at the very least four. And uh, and we'll get around you in a big way in one way or another. Guys, head to www.adventurefittravel.com. Get up to date with everything Adventure Fit. All of the trips are up there. 
Join up with the mailing list. Head to www.audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF. That is where you would get your free credit and get your uh, your thirst for knowledge and fiction quenched. And also head to www.quashcreative.com and mention AdventureFit Radio. Shawnee is going to give you a free basic SEO report on your website or feedback on your existing brand. You need to use that utensil, guys. Without further ado, speak to you next week. Oh, bye.